Well, I've told you my story of driving back from college. Okay, so back. like that was weird. I drove from Orange County to Bakersfield to switch cars with my dad. Switched out like a little SUV for a little four door Mazda. And I was driving the Mazda back down. And I was like, man, it's like kind of like shaken. Like there's kind of like, so I like thought the door was like loose. So I like opened the door, closed it. And I'm like, man, it's like shaking a bit. It's like kind of weird. Like what is going on with this car? Like, I know it's not the best, but like what the, oh, I'm going 109. That'll do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. That'll do it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the American Beer Review Podcast. Good times with good friends requires good beer. Lucky for us, we know how to pick all three. We're a group of friends who grew up in the Pacific Northwest, giving us a jump start on our craft beer journey. Join us today while Brian, Alec, and Chad review some beer, talk about beer topics, and whatever else comes up. We invite you to pour yourself a drink and hang out with us. All right, and we are back with another uh, little bit of different format. Uh, We did one a couple months ago with a brew review focus on Black Raven Brewing. Uh, So today we're going to review No Lie uh, out of Spokane, Washington. Brian has been there. Multiple times. So he'll have a little bit more. He's got a friend who lives in town, so probably yeah. uh, visits more often than any of us combined. I'm actually going to Spokane for a work conference soon, and I'm trying to talk them into nice. like some kind of reason to go there. Easy. Yeah. I'm staying one day longer. Right. So at worst, I may try and make it that day. But uh, yeah, my goal is to to try and, try and get into there. So what? We'll- Trade back and forth. I did a little bit of research. I wrote up on them before, and you actually interviewed uh, one of the key principals, John Bryant, uh, there for the time. So we can uh, trade back and forth. Yeah, that was man. That's been a while, though. It has been a while, yeah. uh, and not a ton of the notes are updated since then. I mean, they've been trucking along. And oh God, they are yeah, expanding, uh, brand new labels and all that. So we'll yeah trade back and forth on notes. Um, yeah, but it. It it's gonna be nice to it, like uh, the last few episodes, or four or five episodes. We've been going finding folks way outside of yeah. our area, uh, and find new and funky flavors and types of beer that are been out of our bailiwick or our wheelhouse, yeah. whatever you call it. Um, it's gonna be nice to go, even though Spokane is technically not in our backyard because on the other side of the state. But the flavors and the beers that they are making are Northwest. More than Northwest. It's going to be nice. It's just kind of a homecoming for us. Uh, Yes, I agree. Uh, So more than just Northwest. So based out of Spokane, Washington, they've been around for actually a real long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, 1993 was when the original original, uh, brewery opened as Northern Lights Brewing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I believe 2012. Well, this is when John came on board. Sounds about right. Uh, and kind of flipped the switch in terms of their marketing. But he was a marketing executive, uh, I believe, just shoots. I know he a was couple, a couple Oscar different... Blues and somewhere else. Well, they, they had to change because they got sued. So it's when he uh, did not get sued. Um, or there was just at least some infringement When they potential. started looking at distribution. Yeah. Uh, there was already a Northern Lights Brewing. And yeah. they couldn't come to an agreement with... That's right. The yeah. other company currently using the Northern Lights uh, brand and their plan, even at that time, was to go national. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they couldn't come up with the licensing agreement, so that's when they changed to No Lie, which is how it's easy to remember to pronounce No Lie because it's Northern Lights. Yeah, it's not a Nolly, a Noli, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and yeah, when he joined, they went started entering like every single beer festival and still do. Yeah, uh, they're the, big, big on the beer festival. The, or not beer festival, like beer competitions. Beer competitions. Yeah. Uh, not I, just big, but they're big on winning beer yes, competitions. Yes, I think I wrote it down here. On they, paper. Yeah, no, I did. On paper. Uh, 2021 is the last, no. Yeah, 58 international brewing medals yeah. in 2021. So. They, um, they have international distribution now, too. Yeah. Like in Japan. Um, and other parts, predominantly, I think in Asia, they, um, they've got some cool new, like, uh, swag lines that have been posting and kind of showing, like, kind of focusing on that connection and doing that. So it's been pretty fun to just kind of follow them as they go through and do it. One of the things, um, which I, we should, I should have had you do, I didn't think about it until just now is, um, they also started their own hard seltzer line. I saw that. I saw that as well. I've had a couple. They're pretty good. Um, some good flavor to it. They run about 5%. Uh, it's called uh, Day Fade. So yes. they have just different flavors of stuff um, that fall under that Day Fade um, brand name. And I can't remember which one I've had, but I had, I've had i had at least one of them there. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to take away from your notes. I could talk. No, I no, honestly, no, 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 you keep going. I could, I, I could talk about No Lie for a long time. One of my favorite um, things about them, they've kind of brought it back, but one of my favorite stories is they do, they do a program called uh, Frost Fest. Okay. And they brought it back in a little bit of a smaller scale, but I went years ago, probably five-ish years ago, and they basically took over the concourse of the the stadium in Spokane where a like minor league hockey team plays. Okay. And so for like two hours before the gates opened, they had different stations set up around the entire circular concourse. Um, and they did their own winter beer festival, like with some wild and weird, like, like a candy cane stout, like, Oh yeah. Like a, huh? And it was a really solid like price for the ticket. You get in, you get a certain amount of tokens, uh, a t-shirt that, nope, I didn't wear it today. I wore, today. It, I wore it yesterday. <laughs> I was like, wait, I just, um, and then they, uh, and then for like an extra 15 bucks, you got to stay and go to the hockey game. Oh, nice. Because there was a hockey game that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was. a whole afternoon. Oh, yeah. It was a, a, a great time. And they um, have brought it back in much smaller form and not quite um just it's a drive for us a five-hour drive yeah that, um, with a wife that now can't drink beer it's a little bit harder to justify yeah but i mean that's big if on only my goal to, you had some friends who drank i know beer. we I, hey it's about i think it's every december that yeah. they're doing it so uh i'm not mad about it i get like i said I've, I've driven over and done it um it was a i got to i found a couple other really cool breweries while there but no lie was it was great for that 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 event and doing that. Yeah, so we'll talk more about their stuff as we go through here, but I poured out glasses for everybody. This is their flagship, right? You yeah. You'd say? Yeah. This, this is their flagship uh, IPA. They're born and raised IPA. Uh, 7%. So, Oh, I didn't know it was that. A little, little bit boozier than yeah. I think I remembered too. I reviewed this one for the website back yeah. in the day. Um, 
But yeah, this is kind of their go-to. So I poured one of these out for uh, everybody. everybody. A little bit of a glass, so a little sampler of a very... One of the things, too, that I was going to say, um, Chad was talking earlier about like returning to this Northwest style of beers, and you kind of alluded to it that they take it a little further. They, yeah. they are Spokane style. That it, They really talk about... Um, there's a lot of good breweries in Spokane... There's, there's a lot of good breweries in in the general Spokane area. More than a Tulsa? There's a couple Tulsas. Nah, Tulsa I want to go half. a couple Tulsas. At least a Tulsa and a half. At least a Tulsa and a half, yeah. In the general Spokane area. And, um, but they are all very pro-Spokane, but No Lie is like very pro-Spokane and promoting a lot of it. Um, they're more like, they. you talked about their new rebrand. Yes. That's been around for a few years. It's a little more like um, we might have talked about that before pre-pod. Oh yeah, what? but they they have it. It's kind of like more fun pictures of stuff. But the their OG logo, the distinctive yes, uh, has the um, hexagon, and it's got the um, the people mover that goes over the river, like over the the river walk in downtown Spokane. And it always has three of those like kind of like gondola things on. Used there. to they got rid of it with the yes. New... That's what I'm saying. It's okay. the old yeah. one. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. But it's still that same shape. You yes. You can still see it when I was tracking these down. You can see them in the beer aisle. Yeah. Uh, even though the cans are all different colors, all different artwork, the No Lie uh, script, mm-hmm. and then that uh, logo were easy to jump out. So, born and raised IPA, and then I'll get back to the Spokane style. Yeah. yeah. Um, and something that did jump out um, during my season one uh, re-listen, mm-hmm. uh, looking for the choices cuts. Oh, was this in here? Uh, we did discuss No Lie back in the day as a uh, – I forgot what – if we were talking about a specific beer, they were talking about their philosophy overall. I think this was after Brian went over and had uh, his uh, interview with him. I just called him. The, but uh, Called. But anyways, you were talking to somebody over there, and their goal was let's make a beer that tastes like Spokane. Mm. Yep. And, you know, Spokane's part of the Northwest. It's very familiar, but it's slightly different in a very good way. It's very malty. It's got great body. That hot, that floral hops kind of hits you in the back. But like you guys said, it's it doesn't feel like a seven. No, super drinkable. Like, very drinkable. After drinking even my shot class, I went, oh yeah, it it like I can feel it's a seven now. Fantastic fantastic yeah so the spokane style it's actually federally recognized mm-hmm. so yep. all of the ingredients all of the production has to happen within 300 miles of spokane open, washington i mean right? that's a large <clears throat> for where we live that almost covers the entire state yeah you can cover a lot but for them and they were the leading proponents of getting yes. that uh, yeah. to be recognized and i don't know how many of the other spokane breweries are follow that also yeah claiming themselves as uh spokane style um, but very, very hometown roots. I was interested to see. So Spokane's second largest city in the state. Yep. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Surpassed Tacoma. Huh. So, which means if you go for the Northwest, Seattle, Portland, it's probably then still number three. Yeah. Because what else is in Oregon? No, there's be, no other Oregon city that's uh, gonna... that big. So you're talking the number three out of Washington, Oregon, 
Idaho. Probably. Well, Idaho. No, Boise's going to be there, and then Northern California might get a couple. But depends you're on how to, far you go. But you're to talking the top five yeah, city in the Northwest, yeah. Spokane style, and like we just said, 300 miles to Spokane encompasses oh, a right. good chunk yeah. of that. So, not that we're co-opting Spokane style as Northwest style, but no, but it's but like. But but having this, and then if you had an IPA by somebody on the west side of the mountains, their idea of an IPA would be completely different. Like, the the finish on this is more bitter than pine. Okay. I, I just had that very last sip. There's a, a, a little bit more. What, what I, I kind of get what you're saying, but what I think I get it, a little more ESB mm. hops out of this oh. than... Pine salt hops, in in a good way. In, in I, a good I'm way. being I'm I'm exaggerating both. I like this finish. There's a little bit. It's a little smack at the end. No, no, it's it's very drinkable. It's very good. I mean, that's what I think is is being a uh, Spokane style IPA. It, it doesn't have that. To your point, the 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 West Side has a very harsh ending. Yes, and this is a very soft ending. You can still get the flavor, but it's not a it's not. Smacking in the face, the end. Going to a couple of episodes ago, it kind of, um, it makes me think more of that 10 pin than yes. yeah. standard, yeah. like, Seattle IPAs. Well, so that's where I, what which, I mean is, like, you I kind of get You can drink this saying. when it gets hot. <clears throat> Again, it's kind of yeah. that same. Well, weather-wise and geographically, they're a lot closer to. Oh, yeah. To each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, yeah. Over here. So mm-hmm. I can see that. We got totally. A fleet of beers here. Yeah. You guys, next. Yeah. What, what, what do you guys feel like going for next? I'm thinking uh, an amber ale. Yes, please. So pouring out uh, Porch Glow amber ale at 5% alcohol. Uh, and this, and this, so everybody knows, including the boys, uh, we will fridge these all at the end. Got it. One of the things with, no, that we talked about there, like competitions and medals and doing that type of stuff. One of the things still with them for as long as they've been around, when you look at like them on untapped, they are also one of those breweries that just don't have like hundreds of beers that they make. No, they tend to stick to a, and they have an expanding assortment. They, the, they but... keep growing. So like when we look at the selection, the five or six that we have in front of us, um, I would say three or four of them are, are honestly new within the last four ish years. Yeah. Whereas some of the other ones have been more predominant, like been around, but I think that's not to say that they don't do these weird one-offs. Like I talked about with the, um, the winter beer fest. And honestly, some of those, you know, as my, like, as much as people want to give crap to untapped people, like I, I couldn't check all of those in cause they weren't created on there. So that's right. not to say that there's no, um, what they list on something like that. Isn't the full extent of what they have, because I can imagine if you're making a one barrel, of some random thing and you're just putting it on tap at your place. You're not necessarily going to put it in there, but in the core of what they do, what they're going to put out in cans, what they're going to put out in distribution. Um, they really focus more on a select assortment of well, and polish beers. Yeah. It's similar to our last review with yeah. iron horse is by the time you see it in a can, you know it's gone through the iterations and the research and development to be supremely drinkable. We really did kind of just hit that Eastern Washington kind of sort over of the last few sort weeks. of on we accident. Even, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not intentional. <laughs> no, I, that's what I, I'm literally just realizing it that we've done like three in a row of that. Well, but we kind of had to come home. 
but uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff out of state and it felt right to come back and bring our focus back in on the beers and the breweries that we're familiar with. And, and the ones we can go visit. On yes. Additionally. Yes. We talked about road trips through North Dakota and arranging right. to send people right. with beer money when they're traveling across the country. Right. Uh, but this is something we can feasible. Well, no lie with international distribution. This is convenience stores. I mean, we you can get this yeah. anywhere, and, but not anywhere, but around here, very, very easy to get your hands on. And like you said, to go to it. I, I have been to no lie in the last, I think two summers ago I went. Yeah. Um, if it weren't, if I were going to Spokane for any other reason than a work trip, it'd be a no brainer to yeah. end up there. Um, and, and then still... I've been there several times before that. So, so I was looking at the website. They've got a couple different air quote locations, but it seems like they're all based at the same. Oh yeah. Location. Let's talk, let's talk about porch glow real yeah, quick. Let's... And then let's talk about the actual, um, brewery a bit. Cause yeah, it's a, it's a fun spot. So Porch Glow, you said your dad was an amber guy, right? Yeah. And I know started when he started out more in craft. Drinking. Yeah. Um, not drinking, but yes. into craft. Because I know very few people that are a go-to amber as like their beer. Yeah. To me, for like for my dad, it was the um pre-really getting into IPAs. Like this was the like it it was not light beer. And it gave you something, some more flavor and something going and on. It's not scary like a stout. Yeah. Um, to me, I, I agree. I'm not super in ambers. They're not ones that I'm like going to go seek out, but they are still those kind of nice ones to just have at times to still get some flavor. You said this mm-hmm. was 5%. Yep. See, and that, that speaks to my old man inside where well, 5% like, you can have. Yeah. Not worried about it. I'm, 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 you know, I'm kind of easing back a little bit. Um, like I said, that fits their seltzer one. It's we have one. One of them is really boozy of the ones we have. You're yep. kind of creeping on them, and then the rest are a little bit lighter of that style. I think. Yeah, we got one that's lighter than this, and then everything else into a six, seven, and then yeah, one, one that's up to nine and a half. Well, and they one you don't have that's pretty solid. Three uh, Z does it. So there was that one. It's and a three percent hazy IPA. The Squatch. That's a new one, Squatch Rocket. Yeah. I just actually, I just posted about it not too long ago that I had that one for the first time. Did you post on it? On ours. On ours? Perfect. I only post All right. my beer All right. stuff on ours now. But so the Portugal is solid. Yes. Uh, but again, Amber's not usually a go-to of mine. No. Um, it's a nice caramel-like kind of flavor to it, a little bit like right there at the end. But in brewery, just to mix mm-hmm. up the pace, going from an IPA yes. to this, it, good pace changer. Yep. Mm-hmm. I could see this as um, the porch glow to me is a good like you've been you've had a few throughout the day and it's like it is like you're kind of sitting like a dinner mm-hmm. a dinner beer something you're going to drink over the course yeah. of a little bit yeah mm-hmm. that you're just kind of like settled in for like you're like okay like it's not doing some stuff now it's like kind of just sitting and easing into it yeah to this would be a good food pairing beer because it's yeah. not going to overwhelm whatever you're mm-hmm. eating uh, especially not something like ultra spicy or whatever mm-hmm. if you had a chicken or even like a steak this would be a good this is a great dinner pair yep. mm-hmm. i think so i would agree yeah yeah um do you want to talk about are we do open another one or are we going to talk about the brewery chad's got thoughts over there what do you got oh sorry i was writing some notes on something else uh 
I'm going to echo what you guys said that it's a, it's an amber. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I like, there's nothing that really jumps out to me as different, but as a representative, like from a standard amber, yeah, but as a representative, a solid standard amber ale, uh, amber ale, uh, and when you think about them going and doing medals, what's the point of going and doing a competition? You were trying to say that we have one of the best versions yeah. in this style, in this style. And, and so that fits this like thing that they're doing. It is not, we do funky weird and you're going to try like, it's going to be all these different like crazy things. It's going to be, Hey, when we tell you we have an Amber ale, it's going to be, a really solid representation mm-hmm. of that type of beer. Well, and I think that's where the partnership uh, between, so John, you talked to, and then Mark, the head brewmaster. Oh, yeah. Uh, that partnership is, John obviously coming from the beer industry. Um, like, hey, man, you make really good beer. Yeah. I can do the marketing side of it, and part of that is we're going to send this all over the world mm-hmm. to have people taste it. But he saw the kernels of, you're making real good at the time, at least. Yeah. Well, still, still, but you're making good beer. So I identified the good beer, and then it's getting the publicity out um, around it. So uh, what are we drinking next? So we're going to bounce back and forth between IPAs because that's a lot. What is it? It's going to make our life easier. Well, and that's a lot of what they make is IPAs. We live in we live in the Northwest. Yep, Northwest. It's still what people want. It's still what people are asking for. I think, like I was hearing somebody the other day that like, 30% at least of market share is going to be IPA. So you need like a brewery who's trying to sell to those types of things, like Ooh. 30% of your. Hello there. Let's see if Chad can guess what this is, knowing that it's already an IPA. Ooh. Uh, is this a hazy IPA? That would be <laughs> a hazy IPA. Cascade Fog Hazy IPA at 7.5%. Oh, good. I've had this one. Yes. Have you? Yeah. I had it in 19.2. Nice. Which people are calling stovepipe. Okay. Okay. I dig it. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but okay. Uh, I guess. I yeah. Mean, stovepipe. That's what they've been calling them. Can. Yeah. Cascade. So obviously with it being like the hazy, because it's Cascade Fog. So it's, this is when I looked at their collection that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this and one other are two of their newer beers. Okay. And and still being that they've been around for a few years now, um, not like it's like new last week or something like that, but that it um, came around a few years ago, kind of like, I think, I mean, not that I'm the end all be all, but like I checked it in first in 2020. Okay. So it's like. It's a few years in. Yeah, at least of doing that. So, but been around, kind of become a, a mainstay, I think, but I think it speaks to their, um, their kind of process that Hazy's came over to the West Coast before 2020. Yep. But it took them maybe some time to, to decide that this it. is the one that we're gonna have as ours. Yeah. You know, and that's that kind of speaks to that same process of um of what they do and taking their time to make sure that they're gonna do it right. Uh, it's a little seven point five. You said. 7.5. 7. Yeah, 7.5. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a beefy heavier. It's a beefy hazy. But it's also in the ballpark of all the hazies we've had. True. That have been mid to high six to below eight. Well, and this is a good hazy. I 
Yeah, I like this actually. Uh, just side by side comparison uh, with some of the other stuff. And, yeah. Uh, well, and even just the born and raised mm-hmm. IPA. This has got a little it, bit more of a. It's going to give you a very different thing. And mm-hmm. again, like we said, the born and raised is not. Um, it is different from maybe Seattle focused. Yeah. IPAs, um, but this hazy is is a solid representation it's not your like big juice bomb it's not like like i'm drinking orange juice yeah um but it is giving you those like good floral hoppy notes yeah with like a full body full mouthfeel with the like um not overly done in any aspect because it's not straight pine no it's, no, it's, and not that you would be necessarily with the hazy, but it's not a straight pine. It's not a straight floral. It's a, kind of a nuanced. Yeah. But it is a little bit more punchy than born and raised. Yes. It's going yeah. to punch you yeah. in the chops a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's taken hops to the next level, but it's not going in one direction. The born and raised has good. Um, we talk a lot about hops when it comes to IPAs, but born and raised is still like a really solid thick malt bill yes. to me. Mm-hmm. Like that's that kind of difference. Um, and this one actually kind of the, even though it's, it says only 35, I think IBUs, it still really is giving you a real solid kind of like hoppy punch. If, if I was going to have two pints, I would want, I'm, I'm going to have the two pints of the born and raised over two pints of, um, because it just has more because the cascade fog, I'm going to have that one pint and the punch that I'm getting from the hops in there way more uh, it i'm not i'm not ta- i'm not talking about satisfying it in like a i like this over it it's like my hop craving is satisfied in one pint of the cascade fog versus two of the born and raised if that makes sense to you boys i, I think i get what you're saying yeah and i'd go yeah like a cascade fog and then into something like a porch glow yes yes we're shifting yeah, exactly shifting hop gears they actually kind of uh emphasize a little bit of the uh the yeast is what's given that juiciness oh, to it as okay. well that they're talking about so citra and mosaic are yep, in cascade we've had yeah it's feel solid um yeah it's just it is it they call it balanced but i think it it is balanced in a hazy that it's not overly juicy it's not overly hoppy but like yeah it's a different kind of punch and flavor to it um well we think about what you're going to drink next, man. I feel like we got to like, thank God we're drinking little small cups of these. Yes. Um, especially if you open the one, I think you might open next. Um, I was debating. Yeah. So, but I want to talk a little bit about the space that no lie has. Oh, please yeah, 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 please yeah. do. I need a break. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Pour, I'll, I'll pour the lighter one around. Cause we'll be a little bit more. Simple. Oh yeah. I thought we were going to finish with that one, but yeah, it sounds good. No lie is across the river. So gosh, North, of um downtown proper in a van still, down by yeah. the river <laughs> but it's it's a stone's throw from gonzaga university yes um and they are very very pro gonzaga um they so they're in this kind of weird space where i think it's been kind of a collective of things over time that they've slowly been able to expand and grow and so um they were just kind of like a restaurant space with a little bit of outside years ago that has then expanded a bit more um, and they have a great outdoor space with then like um, extra restaurant bar seating as well. 
where the outdoor space sits right on kind of an offshoot of the main river, um, sitting in Adirondack chairs and uh, kind of enjoy the the sunshine of Spokane while right. feeling like you're not in the middle of a city. Um, they got cornhole out there, some other kind of beer games and activities. Uh, misters, for oh, when it's real hot. Yeah. Um, but there are people who kind of uh, paddleboard up or like oh, really? bring little, yeah, That's and kind cool. of like dock in and come in and do that. Um, so it's a, a nice outdoor space to enjoy. And then uh, within the last, I almost want to say six months, they took over what used to be a distillery at the front of the building, closer to the parking lot. Okay. Uh, and have made a beer hall. That's the one I saw, yeah. And it is, I have not been yet since they've opened it, but so it's massive. Plus. Uh, they've got a good they mix have some of... different they do they have some like this is a bar space they have some this is a family space this is where you can bring your dog yes space but i think the beer hall was like a it, i think it plus, fluctuates so like a... i think it might be just 18 i know that when uh the zags were still making their um ncaa basketball tournament push uh-huh. i don't know they they shut it down for like 21 and over only and it oh, was okay. like viewing hall like man when that guy when the video of when the guy made the uh the three from like the logo in midcourt the that there's video of that place just exploding losing their i think the thing they're advertising for the next game was like please keep your drinks in your cup <laughs> um but so i'm really excited to look into that i it's a good question i can't remember there is it is tough in the fact that like they are multiple areas of can you bring a, a kid in here or not because the last time I went was with um, my sister, wife, and my at the Your time, sister wife, sister, comma wife. There you go. Got to specify. Ready and Oxford, comma, uh, and two year old son. Um, and we were kind of trying to figure out our plans, and we ended up me and my sister just went during my kids' nap time because there's a few spots that we wanted to check out in the brewery that were 21 and over only. Oh, okay. So. Um, but yeah, we spent some good time just sitting outside and doing that. So I think it kind of has a space for everyone. I think there's actually even like arcade games in there now in some space. Yeah, I think I saw man some of the pictures of those yeah. through the website. So they also do um, two of the th- other things I want to highlight that they do there. They do a really cool um, pint glass program that like every month they do um, pint glasses that you can get either through like I think I have one. I brought it today that I meant to drink out of, but like from... Um, like if you bought a flight, you get a pint glass. So they have these different cool ones. There's different themes and stuff that if I lived over there, my wife would be so pissed at how many have the full collection. Oh yeah, it'd be there. I would have way too many pint glasses. I already do, but I would have even more. Let's um, cover this beer. Okay, right? Just a space. No. What? How dare you yeah, interrupt? Stop me. talking. I'm in the flow. Let's, let's talk about this beer <laughs> a little how bit. Here, top dare off. Here, you? I'll top you off, and then you can. Stand this is it. another. Um, one of the new ones of the, of the ones you new, had to new me. Her. This yes, was new, this was new to me. I, yes. I thought it was new, new, and you were like, no. oh, "Bro, it's new. It's like yeah, eighteen months old." This and is- it's probably older <laughs> than that. But this is Corner Coast uh, Golden Ale, so four point eight percent, twenty IBUs. Yeah, and this is the lightest of the ones that we have today. Yeah, and I think that other than the three Z does it. It's also the e- they call it the easiest drinking we've ever crafted, which means it's the lowest ABV. But well, it's not. It's, 
It, well, they have the three Z dozen, which is lowest ABV, but maybe then. But it's a hazy IPA still. Because this is super easy drinking. Yeah. To me, this, this is, is this is 4.8. We've been drinking six plus. So well, far. yes, seven in seven comparison. Yes. Yeah. This to me is their. Um, if you get brought to their place, and you want, if you ask for Bud okay. Light, this 3Z? is what they're gonna. So Cam, you're this gonna, is what they're gonna serve. You're you. gonna get Corner Coast. And it's with their can redesign uh, that we've touched on. Oh, talk you off again there. With their can redesign that we've touched on, mm-hmm. uh, this is. So, yes, Spokane-style ale, mm-hmm. but they are embracing the Pacific Northwest because this has yeah, you know, an orca or killer whale, but an orca jumping mm-hmm. up on the front. There's not an ocean uh, adjacent to Spokane. No. Nope. Uh, but then the Space Needle. So they're embracing uh, and kind of expanding. Yes, very, very proud. There's a volcano on there. Uh, so maybe not so proud. No, 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 but proud of Spokane. Absolutely. Yeah. Spokane-based, Spokane. And uh, you'll touch on it, I'm sure, but their involvement in um, fundraising for community and That's donations. That's where I was going to okay. go next. All right. I don't, know, I don't want to step on your toes. <laughs> but fine. they're expanding into kind of embracing that entire uh, Northwest. And as I look at more of the rest of the cans. Um, There's all variations. It's all kind of fun stuff on there. Mm-hmm. When we talk about posterable oh. can art, some of this, this is some. These are all would be a, like. Real cool. A, uh, a good art. poster yeah. like collection. Um, so this one I, I, I had back in 2018 for the first time. Okay. And I think originally they, um, the can said Pacific Northwest Ale is what they called it. Okay. On Untapped, it was called a Blonde. Now they've kind of found their way now into it's a golden, ale. golden Ale and kind of with that, which I think it it fits. There's, yeah. There's to me. There's more flavor. Cam can can maybe attest it than a, your standard macro light beer. There's definitely a lot more flavor, no, but it's, it's still is very drinkable. Yeah. It, like everybody said, is if I went and said I would like a Bud Light, this would be well, me. I wouldn't no, complain. None of these are going to be non-drinkable. No. Uh, but this is for Cam being but, but from a, for, for the two to three drinks in the night. But this is for you're going to the brewery mm-hmm. and you're bringing somebody along who is scared of craft beer or doesn't really like IPAs. So I'm bringing Cameron. Yeah. This, you, I <laughs> like craft beers. I just like a limited quantity of craft beer. Uh, this would be a perfect one. Mm-hmm. You go, yeah, no, you will like this. Yeah. And honestly, if I had given you this for your very first beer turning 21 versus what you had, yeah. I would not have had as harsh of a statement and no. gone, oh, you're going to hate not it. Really. It would have yeah. been like, I mean, it's beer and you've never had yeah, beer before. You're not going to like it. It's beer flavored. But it's better than a macro, absolutely light beer flavor. Yep. Yeah, with not. I mean, what most macros are more like what four point two percent. So yeah. you're still in the same ballpark. Ballpark. Yeah. Um, getting much better flavor. Yeah, and yeah, I I like that um, golden ale kind of cater. It's not the same flavor as a blonde. No, um, no, because it's a lot less malty than the blonde. And a, and a Pacific Northwest ale, I would have expected a little more hoppiness more to piney, it. More piney, yeah. Like almost like a a piney hoppy pale ale yes. is more what I would have expected. This right. is definitely that like. This, um, is, this is treading on Pilsner territory. Yeah. It's, it's v- so light. Close, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. Um, as Aqua was saying earlier, yeah, the, one of their big focuses is doing charity work. Um. I think they do a new, usually a new um, charitable organization every month. Oh, is it that often? Yeah, that that's they cool. um, that they work through 
and give like a dollar per uh, pint sale to towards that organization. So, oh yeah, you're going this way, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna hit, uh, finish out with the heavy hitter. Okay. So next up um, is another to me that is, this I would is, say, probably their like. I think there was like their number two or three. I, like, I was gonna is, say if if born and raised, I think to me traditionally is their flagship. It also like born and raised idea of being from Spokane in Spokane. Um, this is their next most probably well known and distributed beer, um, and that's oh, that's a uh, big juicy, yeah, at, IPA, uh, six point one. So so lighter less, less than the born and raised, and so it's big juicy. Is this just old enough that it wasn't like a juicy IPA? The I, I think the idea with this is because it, it was around before they started classifying some of that. that but yeah. but it to me what it is is um, born and raised is still going to get you that like kind of more piney earthy hoppiness and big juicy is more of your gateway IPA that you're going to get more of like the citra. You're going to get a little more of like those yeah. aspects, yeah. those notes to it. Um. So to me, way, way less malt. I'm getting way yeah. less malt. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, 36 IBUs. That's yeah. It's it's a light IBU for an IPA, and that's why like there was a real Ooh. period of time where people would go in and just be like, as many IBUs bit. as you can get. Yeah, we and reviewed reviewed a beer a couple episodes ago that was a hundred plus. A yes. very bitter finish. This one, Ooh. a bit more bitter than the others. Yeah. Let me let me cleanse my palate yeah cleanse your palate. The... I'm I'm getting like a bitter, a very bitter, but a a, a good bitter finish. Um, then you do get on a lot of IPAs now that I'm finding. I get a little bit in a big drink. I'm not man. I maybe I need more. I, I, a little bit. Ooh. Take a pull, Karen. Yeah, right. I'm yeah, kind of half a, tempted to take just a, take a full sip. Take a chug here, but I don't. I will say that like it is a little tough, and I think this branding of Big Juicy came out before the Juicy IPAs because that would be that. It's not what I was thinking. Yes, and I've had it before, but it's been but a, it's while, been a yeah. while. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's not a Juicy IPA. It's kind of a almost mellower mm-hmm. IPA, a little bit more into the flavors, a little bit more of the hops playing off of each other. Malt, like Thor said, is backed off a little bit. Um, they're gonna call it mellow bitterness. That's what I'm saying. There's a little. I don't feel like it's overly bitter, but I do catch a little yeah. bit of that. We talked a while back about some hops that you maybe don't aren't used to hearing. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. How about this? Citra. Okay, okay check. Yep, right. Yep, Makes sense. Yep. El Dorado. Yeah. Not as used, but still familiar with. Yeah. Belma. Nope. Azaka. That's no. I nope. So I think they're really just trying to do something different. Um, light maltiness, I think that's a big thing. Which kind is of trying weird. to bring in, but it's just because so Spokane style mm-hmm. means those are grown within three hundred mm-hmm. miles. So those are just like I'm art, Yakima. Art, no, but that th- means they're getting into some like artisanal hops. Oh yeah, it's not like they're bringing in Kent East Goldings oh, no, or things no, like no, that. No. Like they're getting creative within their. Uh, sure. Local is yeah. within geography and going, what can you make? And it's probably small batch, smaller mm-hmm. batch stuff because Yakima Valley produces a ton of hops for the beer mm-hmm. industry. And mm-hmm. if it's something that's made basic, probably in Yakima Valley, if not Spokane Valley, uh, 
and I've never heard of it. Yeah, they're one. They're they're new ones to me, but um, I it, I think it's tough. I think if they um struggle with sales on this one, I think it's just an unfortunate thing of the <clears throat> the trend of that word. Yeah, going a different way than maybe what because honestly, in twenty seventeen, this probably was a big juicy IPA for us here yeah. on the West Coast. Yeah. And doing that and things have just shifted, you yep. know? Honestly, out of the four, five, five so far. Yeah. Uh it's probably my favorite. Interesting. That we've tasted today. Not that I dislike and I've right. gone after the born raised lots, but that one out of the ones we've tasted so far is the one that I'd go. I would lean into that one. <clears throat> it helps a little bit to more of that six percent level. Mm-hmm. Um Versus a seven with the born and raised. And a seven and a half. Seven and a half with the cast. With the hazy. Ball, yeah. yeah. So those those will do it a little bit more for you. But um, yeah, it's. They still just are providing a different like. Perspective, a different style, a different thing that like somebody who's like born and raised, not doing it for me. Okay. okay. Do you so want to go to decidedly different for both of them to be labeled just as a straight IPA? Yeah. Very Two different sides of the coin for I, an IPA. I think that's why at least the big juicy's in the name. It helps yeah. a little bit more. And if you know anything about it being from the Northwest or Spokane, a born and raised IPA from Spokane, mm-hmm. I think it helps you kind of tell you a little story about that beer before you even kind of open it. For sure. Are you still taking notes, Chad, or did something, yeah, something go down over there? No, I was making sure I had notes for everybody. Uh, Big juicy IPA. Um, I don't have a ton to add, but you guys just uh, threw down there. It just it. I'm going to concur. It feels like a beer from another time compared mm-hmm. to the other ones. So I can tell it's just diff. It's it hits different. An, like it hits an I, era. I, know, I know if this was earlier than me, it like earlier me, ten years ago, mm. all over it. I think there's just something missing. I like it. I, there's something missing to put it over the top. It's a yeah. very good beer. But and I don't I don't I'm just, mean I'm, this. I don't I'm just missing something. I don't mean this. I, as I a can't negative. put my finger on it because I can't use that word anymore. They're not <sighs> making some weird kind of funky thing. No. But are they is this is this a pure and honestly It's a pure IPA. You take big juicy this to somewhere else in the United States. Yes. And they're going to think that this is probably one of the best versions of an IPA. Right. You take Born and Raised there, and that might punch them a little too much in the mouth. Same thing with the, yeah, the Cascade. Will. Will. That's totally it. That's totally it. That's what and it that is. This, it's, it's a beer out of time. If, you dry, if you're visiting Spokane from Minneapolis, this is probably going to be a better hitting IPA for you. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're getting past the porch glow. Yeah, exactly. Like doing those types of things. And that's what I'm, that's just what I think of it is. Um, and I think it's tough that when we review beers, we always think they all ought to be great. They all got to be amazing. We got to talk really kindly of them there. We've had good beer. Every, every single beer we've had today is great, mm-hmm. but different people have different palates. They have different things. <clears throat> and something they're going to like is different from others. You guys like freaking cucumber beer. And I think that that is disgusting. You missed out on the they, mimosa not you, sour. I am so pissed. <laughs> oh, 
Call back to me being late. I am so pissed. But yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. All right. Because this this is one, this last beer is one that I, if I remember correctly, I enjoy. But I do not get very often because of the ABV. And this one, in my parse research research I've done, has (laughs) has cleaned up. This oh, competition! This is not a Cameron beer. Nope. A Cameron beer? This is not. This is. This is not a beer for me. <laughs> I cannot see the daylight through this beer. So this is. As I'm pouring them, it's out, dripping. This, ooh, it hit me like a wrecking ball. <laughs> I was wondering who's going to do that first. You were not the one that I had pegged to start singing. But <laughs> did you think it was going to be me? <laughs> Somebody had to do it. Uh, so this is wrecking ball imperial stout. So of the heavy hitters, this is yeah. nine and a half percent. So woof. Yeah. So this one will get you. I mean, it's no fourteener like we've had Who before. Who drinks a fourteener? Uh, you did have, I, on yeah. the podcast when we drank the French one that toast. was French toast. This yeah, smell obviously okay, this smells dangerous. Ooh, yep. It's got a good smell. Mm-hmm. You, you can smell. I can smell danger. So. Uh, Oh my Coffee, oh, oh, oh my God. chocolate. I'm glad we. Th- this was a... the one we had to have last. <laughs> that's kind of what I was going from, like a palate yeah. and the, I'm glad perspective. That's one ounce shot glass. Yes. Oh. Mm. Uh, so this is one. When you talk about those 22s, this is this one is that they a used classic to. 22 they here. used to have in 22s. Yeah, bomber. This and wreck you. And that's that's your like, especially us at our age. Like it's that's your. Okay, I'm having this for the night, and I am like, oh my god, like let it. But it okay. This is really good. for and That's this good, this is the it's... thing. There's nothing wild about it. There's nothing like, oh, we got maple syrup from here, and we're doing this thing. But they're the the pieces of of the different notes that they hit are all solid. They're classic. It's a consistent beer that like, do you just want a good dark? Boozy, like stout. Yes, like this, this is, is why just... it. This is why it wins awards. Yeah, this, this is, is just it, it dead goes, nuts. What you want? It goes like a chocolatey, a yeah. uh, little caramel almost mm-hmm. feel, almost a little creamy. Talk about brown sugar Finish. in there. Uh, yeah, you can feel some of that. Like it just, yeah. But it, it lingers a little bit. Then it it's done. I got a question for you, Kim. Would you have guessed nine and a half percent? Yes. Like he, there's a, there's like a, it's not a overwhelming booziness. No, but when you drink it, you can tell. You can tell there's booze in that thing. Yeah. It, 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 I know we're talking about no lie, and we're gushing about no lie, but this is the same lane as Irish Death. <sighs> this is a similar vein to Irish Death. <sighs> I'm. Having, uh, having had way too many pints of Irish Death, I would push back a little bit on that. Irish but, it, but it's a boozy, dark, clean beer. Yeah, but uh, this this is 2%, almost 2 whole percent more uh, than higher. Irish Death. Yeah. The body is thicker, yeah. slightly heavier. Yeah. Um, it lingers and more, a little bit more in the mouth. Feel. Yes, and more like pops of these different flavors and that sounds like i'm talking bad about irish death but we're talking about one of my favorite beers of we're all ta- time we're yeah we're, so it's no, this one moves through and again okay well i was gonna pour yeah. more <laughs> but i'm talking about like I, like if, one, if, if if you tell somebody hey this is a stout 
there is a like I like if you tell in my head if you tell me this is a stout I'm thinking about Guinness in the back of my head. Oh, the way the way this thing hits, you've got coffee. I'm poured. You're safe. This, this is, is like I, I, classic okay. American D- stout. Dare I stay? This is a Northwest stout because there's a lot uh, more. Th- there's a little bit more coffee in there well, than I think you would coffee, traditionally yeah. get with a hey, stout. I think we've talked about this a few times. Uh, you mean this is a Spokane style stout, which exactly defaulted as the third or fourth largest city in the Northwest. It, um, but I, I, but I'm going from I'm getting a, I'm getting a belly booze feel. Chocolate, coffee. I think malt. you could tell somebody. We we kind of laid into even starting it off knowing that it was boozy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I've never had this before. No, but, no, we, no, no, but we, we when we started it, talking. I, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. think if Structured I just if you end. just gave this and poured it to someone as like, hey, here's an American stout. I know this is a blind taste test for me. I don't think that you would know nine and a half percent. It's nine and a half percent. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, okay. so you oh. just weren't paying attention. No. No, not at all. So no, this is closing <laughs> on ten percent beer. Okay, and it does not hit like a ten percent beer. Yes, that's kind of and, weird. And I get it from like Cameron's perspective of mostly drinking light beers and doing it like there is that booziness. But if I also just told you that this is a seven percent American stout, I'm not going to second. You wouldn't you, think yeah. any no. And so, um, the way the flavors me. roll in this yes. is what separates it from an mm-hmm. Iron Horse. And again. Iron Horse, one of my favorite beers. This is, I believe, my first time having this. Oh, really? The Wrecking Ball? Uh, they, I, yeah, I believe my first time having it. It's, yeah, the flavors separate mm-hmm. through the drink, and that's why I took a swig off the can just to see if a bigger drink, yeah, like uh, a more would, full, would, would uh, blend them together. But that's the biggest one here. I might be changing my mind. I mean, I'm not going to drink a nine and a half percent, and stouts really aren't my go-to, but. But the quality of it, oh, the like. Well, I haven't been mad about the quality of any of the six of these. Yeah. I, I, so I went with my sister who loves stouts and does that. We went like, we were in the heart of summer when we went. Like, mm, we were going from where we were staying to a brewery that was like four blocks away. And I joked about uh, borrowing, uh, renting scooters to ride that and do that. And she was like, can we just drive so we can get some air conditioning between here and there? And I was like, it's like freaking four blocks. It was that hot when we were there. Yeah. Um, and so we were drinking a lot. Like that's when I had the day fade. I tried okay, the seltzer yeah, yeah. sitting on the lake, sitting or on the river. And, but I, I honestly, if, if she's never had this, I'm not going to kick myself because this is quintessential. I think to me, solid American stout that like, obviously Imperial being that boozy, well, but like could be, the fact that there's a half inch of hail and snow on the ground outside <laughs> is what's making this is, uh, yeah. as delicious as it is. Because, yes, I can see this not necessarily a summer beer. No. No, and that's what I'm – like, you're not cracking the – I don't – they had a separate uh, bar outside. And I'm pretty sure the Imperial Stout was not – Available out there? On tap in the outside uh, outside bar. Is it fridging time? I think it's fridging time. Okay. Uh, Are we going in the order we drank them? Or, um, let's or reverse go. I, order. I, I, I wrote. I wrote down oh, all mine. You took notes the entire time. I took time. notes. Okay. Um, so if we wanted to start with the with well, the you beer, go, you oh, go first. And then... I I had a. We won't do this, but this there's enough beers that it almost makes me think of uh, when my wife and I used to split flights. 
we would all get we'd each get a sip of each of them and then we held a draft oh and which ones you got whoever got to finish the rest of it and this is it almost makes me think i mean there's six of them like it's almost enough that we could all try and get a draft but you'd have to pick who'd go first and okay so, let, let's all do our first draft picks what so this one okay yeah so this uh reminds me of a thought i had driving over here yes um and listening to our previous podcasts is i now know why brian has well partly voluntold but volunteered to be the social media guy because every time he's gonna go <laughs> hey guys did you save me a can so that i can take a picture for the social media and chad and i have both gotten in the habit of yeah man there's an extra can of each of it so there's six beers here and brian has the full six pack that he gets to take <laughs> home to take pictures of in air quotes and listen we never see him back at the uh studio so it's the beers never come back it's they're enjoyed i'm not gonna say it hasn't crossed my mind it is a little bit but i hey if you if you get me good social media pictures of them you can keep the beers yeah i'll just yeah, it's, it's easier to just give you the beer <laughs> yeah all right the price of admissions yeah cheap. thor what do you got for fridging Okay, so born and raised, I'm frigging it. Okay, is that your number one? Um, I'll let me circle back around. A porch glow is going to be a beer fridge for me. Okay, and then Cascade Fog, um, is going to be a weather dependent. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. beer fridge or fridge. Uh, spring. I I don't know if it's going to be over seventy. That I will fridge Cascade, but uh, other than that, beer fridge. So you're saying you want you cooler want... temperatures yeah, for Cascade? Yeah, Some, summer I'm not going to have it on the shelf uh, okay. in the main, in main I mean, fridge. it is a seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, do you know what I think? During the summer, switch to a 3Z does it. You're going to get a little less punch, but you got yeah. the, you have half yeah, the yeah, booziness yeah, yeah. that you can kind of cruise through those. Uh, Corner Coast, fridge. Okay, you fridge it. Fridging it. Uh, Big Juicy IPA is going to be a beer fridge. That is like a fall winter IPA for me. Mm, kind okay. of more, more I of a traditional. Would flip, I would have flipped Born and Raised and Juicy okay. on that concept, but I get uh, it. Wrecking Ball Stout. The only note I had in all caps was dangerous <laughs> <laughs> and fridge. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hence, I will fridge it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So your number one is? It's going to have to be Wrecking Ball. Okay. Uh, uh, the uh, outstanding in style. Mm-hmm. Out of all six for of sure. It, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the one that kicked me in the teeth the most uh, for the style. Well, it's 9.5%. And, and <laughs> well, but not so much the booze, um, just the – it was a – okay a first time i've had it but then like doing the the research like you just saw it on like getting the medals at all mm-hmm. these international mm-hmm. beer fests and you're just like i've not searched it out for in stores and stouts don't traditionally get on your the, radar the yeah. great like oh, or the great the positioning space. in the yep. shelf space it's going to be you, ipas hazy ipas that's probably only cropping up in the colder months you can find it. Yeah. I will say pretty consistently actually, but just it's uh so I've got I got these yeah. at a large beer alcohol store 
but yeah. then since buying them, I saw Wrecking Ball like a couple of these then. at a convenience stores. In yeah. The area. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, should we make Cam go first, or do well, you want, Cam, should, well, Cam, do you fridge any of these, or do they sell them in a variety pack that Ooh. I can keep there for guests? They don't, they, don't that I have seen, but they should. I have no no life sampler pack would be fantastic. That's a good point because 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 they're all so good. I like them all. Again, but, they're, they're, but I'm, a, I'm not the target customer. But right. a twofer of each of these in a twelve pack would be fantastic. I would I would definitely keep that. So I've got the the left drawer has all of the white claws for the ladies. I would pull have the left the other drawer have the. You could pack. easily you could easily buy that big mix pack and. And satisfy most of your. Yeah, you have, have something. Yeah. something for anybody there. Yeah. All that's right. A good, so that's a good call. Individually, you're not fridging them. You would have them on hand, maybe for somebody. If there was one that you were going to fridge for yourself, which one would you grab? I think the corner corner coast. Okay, that was the paleo. No, yep. that's it's right my Golden, alley. Golden nails. Golden so, but yeah, I I like. I mean, that's a good one. It's 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 in a similar vein. If I was to go to the brewery in mm-hmm. Spokane, which sounds like a fun event. I, that's what I would ask for. I, and I'm not or I just walk in order a Bud Light, and this was what I That's what get. they're going to hand you, and they won't even tell you that it's not, and right. you won't notice the difference. Uh, not, except, that, not, except, not, except, not against them. No, but against me. Yeah. yeah you just don't have a palate for it. Um, Wrecking Ball is a seasonal beer fridge. 9.5% keeps it out of mm-hmm. my main fridge, and it's more of a winter uh, type yeah. thing. I'm not going to drink it during the summer. Big juice, yeah, I think I fridge. Um, that was my favorite out of this. I went back and forth between that. So Big Juicy and the Born and Raised, I think, are fridgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, Born and Raised has been in and out of my fridge. Um, seven and a half. So it, but it's fridger. Um, so those two. But I think I lean into the Big Juicy. Portugal is, I'm just not in the big into the Ambers. Uh, mm-hmm. Out, grabbing something, needed a change of pace for sure. I just don't think I need it in my fridge or beer fridge. Just that style isn't really what I'm going for. I'm going for... One way or the other. Cascade Fog would be, ooh, might keep in your rotation with. Like an IPA rotator? Yeah, it could be yeah. a frigible rotator. I want to keep, obviously, but I have a wife, and she won't let me keep everything in the fridge. But that's one of the things I, I've been thinking <coughs> through this is, like, I keep no beer in my inside fridge because I just get told yeah, not no, to. Yeah. Like that's why but I have the beer fridge. Met- but I meta- get I get the metaphor, yes. Uh but a rotation between those, I do go or do believe like the big juicy bun raised above the cascade fog, but mm. also solid. Um you can see a rotation and corner coast. I will keep in my beer fridge for when Cam comes over. Um good beer. I would have but it. You would grab once. it every once in a while, but I would have it there. I, I'm not mad about it. Uh yeah. better than a Bud Light. And I feel better about handling a can of that instead of a Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of these except for Porch Glow and Wrecking Ball have been beer fridges for me. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, I said it off the pod. I've had every single one of these before we sat down today. Yep. Um, so obviously I'm a mark uh, for for No Light and and trying out the stuff that they have. So uh, I'll, I'll just say like Porch Glow. It's a it's a solid beer. I just don't get them often enough of ambers and yeah. doing that. Yeah, if it's one of those that like, um, I would grab as that rotator of doing something like I talked about when we drank it for being five percent. I like that aspect of it. Um, I'd put it on a flight when I get it. Yeah. Um, the 
Uh, Wrecking Ball is phenomenal well done. I agree with Alec. It's more seasonal to me that I just, I can't have a 9% stout in my Nine fridge. And a half. Yeah. Um, especially during the summer. But like, uh, I looked back and I think one of the last times I had it was a bottle, like a 22 ounce of doing yeah. that. Like having that kind of like, I've talked about it before, but to me, like a opening a, a, a bottle, a 22 ounce of like a wrecking ball on like midday on a Sunday where you just know that like that's the one that I'm going to have and just kind of slowly work on for a while. Like that's that's where wrecking ball fits for me um, and doing that or bringing like especially like a crummy Northwest day where you're exactly, not going that, outside. Yes, you're going to, yes. you're going to curl up, watch like, TV, read yeah. a book. Don't just, yeah. Like exactly. I just, we're not doing anything today. Football's on yeah. and I'm not crushing light beers. I'm just like slow sipping this yep. like boozy dark beer. Like that's where it fits for me. Um, yeah. So, I mean, when you cut off by the other ones, they've all been in my fridge. Um, I'm a big fan of them. I'll take, I forget how boozy it is, but I'll take born and raised Probably over the other ones. Big Juicy's solid, mm-hmm. and it's still good. Um, I agree. Like it's a nice rotation. Uh, I think I, like I said with Chad, I'd flip flop it. To me, that's more of like a summer and born and raised. That kind of like multi punch just feels more winter warmy to me. That I would I would take that in like a fall. Like uh, honestly, that's my starter for like a tailgate day. Born and raised. Yeah, like that's a solid like. Oh, especially early morning football game. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That that's kind of my like. All right, here we go um cascade fog it's a good version of the hazy it's a little boozy um seven and a half percent for some of the ones that i that i when i get into it that's why like i said with chat i would that threesy does it mm-hmm. there's probably a pretty solid pair do a cascade fog and then a three oh, yeah. does it yeah yeah so I, I i ch- i checked out the threesy does it online yeah uh, in um and corner coast is um to me one of those when you're looking for craft light beers yeah um, that's a perfect in the, in there for me that, um, just a solid flavor and it, I wouldn't be mad about always having a six pack of that just available for grabbing that instead of, uh, the macro. Yeah, absolutely. So. Whew. Cool. All right. Well, our, and again, multiple glasses, are uh, but again, to clarify, we are not drinking full glasses or cans yeah. of each of these beers. No. These are samples, these shots. but we were doing shots. Uh, yeah, beer. no, our glasses are definitely empty and maybe refilled and emptied again a couple more times after the pod here. But big, big, up, big ups to no lie. Absolutely. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm angling to get myself there for a business trip, so we'll see what I can pull off. There you go. Uh, hopefully, your glasses are empty as well, and we will see you next time. Do you know where I spent my last April Fool's Day? No. I didn't have one. Oh. Literally, because it didn't exist. Oh, because you were flying. I was flying. Oh, man. I hate when that happens and you lose a day. So I I left LAX uh, at uh, 11.30 p.m. on March 31st. Yeah, yeah. And I got to Australia April 2nd. That's funny. you are picking up what we are putting down please like and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and reach out to us at a beer review on social media if you have a beer you would like us to review